May the Lord give you his peace. Amen. Good morning. I have some advice for you all, dear sisters. We have an application for people who are interested in joining the community. Yeah. Uh, so I think you need to add an item to that application. You need to put on there, what do you like to dress for at Halloween? Like what costume, you know, who do you go as? And if a girl answers, every year I always go as St. Clair, then that's a sign she has a vocation to the Franciscan sisters. It's as easy as that. That's the discernment, you know. That's all you gotta know. Um, no, just kidding. Um, happy feast day to everybody. Um, not necessarily today, but after we all die, this will be our feast day. <laughs> you know, it's a small percentage of the, the saints in heaven have been formally beatified or canonized by the Pope. Uh, the great majority of the saints, the holy ones, um, are, you know, uncanonized, but uh, all, all of that's being saved for, when, you know, at the end of time, it's all going to be clear. So happy feast day. <laughs> you know, we'll be celebrating each one of you someday in the future on this day and tomorrow being all souls. What, what a wonderful couple of days. And um, just a couple of ideas about uh, the wonderful feast day of all saints. Um, you know, we wouldn't describe the peace of God in, in purely negative terms, the lack of fighting, the lack of war, the lack of tension. Uh, while that is all true of peace, there's something more positive about peace you know, that comes from God. And we wouldn't describe holiness in terms of, well, the lack of the selfishness of sin, <laughs> you know, like the lack of you know, X, Y, or Z. You know, while all of that's true, that there's something more concrete and positive about the holiness that, that uh, we celebrate today. You know? and the presence of virtue. It's not just the lack of vice. And uh, sometimes it's easier to see things from the negative perspective. Well, it's definitely true. It's not the full story or even the best way to understand holiness, you know? It's uh, the presence of the virtue that it comes from the grace of God. And you know, the prayers for the liturgy today, God bless you, from the bravery to the mass, really contain the theology, the, the, our understanding of this whole Catholic devotion to saints, <clears throat> you know, it's somehow mysteriously, it's all actually praising God himself, you know, yet accused by maybe Christians who don't, you know, like the devotion or the cult or the devotion to the saints, you know, it's taking away from the glory that is due God alone. And uh, the irony is it's actually the opposite. It is a praising of the glory of God above and beyond, you know, anything you can imagine. So for example, you know, if you were to go to an art show, if you know any artists and they're gonna have a show and they're gonna invite you, my, my little sister's an artist, you know, and you go to the gallery and usually there's some um, beautiful music playing in the background, there's some delicious wine and cheese. And then there's, you know, all of the artwork of this artist is displayed. And uh, you know, the artist is probably wearing a disguise and hiding in the corner, watching neurotically, how do the people react to my art? You know, and the more you appreciate the goodness of the art, the more you are praising the artist, huh? You know, and uh, so the saints are living masterpieces of God's art, you know? Um, now, maybe even a better analogy, what if there was an artist who had an art school and he had all these students that learned how to do art from him? Now those students have an art show where their art is being displayed. The 
the uh, glory and, and uh, pride and the good sense of pride of that art teacher would be even greater than their own art show. You know, people are heaping praise upon their, his students for the, the, the goodness and beauty of their art. You know, it's, it's uh, on the one hand, it's the student who did the art, but on the other hand, it's an expression of what they learned from the teacher, from the master. So that's even a better analogy for what's going on today in this feast day. Isn't that wonderful, you know? But even even better analogy would be what if the art professor, the art teacher was actually, you know, the, the, the father or mother of a family and it's their students or their children, right? That's even more a better, that's even a more accurate analogy for today. So God is our father, the church is our mother. And uh, so mother church and God our father rejoice at the goodness and beauty of her children. You know, the holiness that is there. Because of God's grace, it ultimately, oh, you know, we need a robust and, and, and clear theology of grace. It, it ultimately is all going back to God anyways, because it's all his fault, <laughs> you know? Everything that exists, he created, so including ourselves, our, our very identity, our very existence, our very persons is pure gift from God. You know, if it, if it wasn't from God, you know, we wouldn't exist. Not only did he create everything, but he also holds everything in existence. You know, it's not just that he did something a long time ago and then he walked away. You know, he set things in motion and walked away. No, every moment he holds everything in existence as well. So for every beat of your heart and every breath you take, sounds like a pop song, doesn't it? <laughs> you, we really owe God praise and, and, and worship and honor. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> They, you know, for every, it's, it's all we just owe him. And so every moment of goodness that happens, every virtue, every you know, uh, good and beautiful thing that happens is coming from his grace. So his grace precedes and inspires us. Then we cooperate with his grace through our free will. So somehow our free will is not obliterated, it's there. It's strengthened, it's enhanced, but it's there. So we have free will. So that grace walks with us as we cooperate and then it follows after. That's the Catholic idea, so precedes, carries during and follows after. So it's all his grace, but in the midst of that grace, we also affirm our free will. And that's how, when we get to heaven and we're in the mystery of it all and how God's grace is played out in history will be laid bare and it will be clear, we will just be thanking and praising him and marveling on how his love and his goodness was active in history, including our own history. And then God is going to praise us. That's what it says in the Bible. Each one will receive their praise from God you know, for the way our free will cooperated with his grace. And then we're gonna be like, what? And then we're gonna realize how even those who used their free will incorrectly to not cooperate with God's grace or to reject, to sin, that he allowed that and then somehow mysteriously he could bring good out of that as well, right? That's the only reason why an all-powerful, all-loving God allows anything that's evil is it's his permissive will. He respects that gift of free will that he gave us, that free will that makes love possible free will gone wrong, <laughs> that's sin. And that even through that, mysteriously, he can play the trump card, and no pun intended there, and, um, and bring good out of evil. And that's the only reason why he allows it. So then as God is praising us for our free cooperation with his grace, we're gonna do that, no, 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 no. And we're gonna take our crowns off and we're gonna throw them on the ground in his presence. And then we're gonna praise him for his goodness and for his love and for his grace. And then this thing is just gonna kind of bounce back and forth like a ping pong game for eternity this communion of love. We're gonna be caught up in the loving communion of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we're just gonna be so in love with God and with one another. It's gonna be just a huge, amazing love fest. And that's why the Bible says, eye is not seen, ear is not heard, nor is it even dawned upon the mind of man what God is preparing for those who love him. 
Whoa. So today is one of those days when we can take a moment to think about these things, what it means to be a saint, what it means to be holy, what it means to be struggling and striving to cooperate with God's grace, to get up when we fall, and to keep a, uh, you know, keep an eye on the prize, you know, that awaits us at the finish line. And uh, when you think about these things, you realize it's all for his glory and all for his praise, then you can say, I can get through today. <laughs> you know, I can, I can deal with what I have to deal with. I can carry the cross I have to carry um, because there is a mystery of love that is um, behind and underneath it all. And uh, so we pray for that grace this day as we are on our way to glory. Amen.